Welcome to Sisterly Sundays. I'm your host, Dr. Shaniqua, bringing you your dose of motivation and encouragement to get you through the week. Today's podcast is sponsored by Stronger Through Faith Media, helping you get your message to millions. Today's topic is entitled, Breathe Again. If I never feel you in my arms again, if I never feel your tender kiss again, if I never hear I love you now and then, will I never make love to you once again? Please understand, if love ends, then I promise you, I promise you that I shall never breathe again. What a powerful declaration by songstress Tony Braxton. What an intense proclamation of love. To declare if love ends, you make a vow, a promise to never breathe again. Now, how many ladies and even my men, how many of you can admit that you bellowed these sentiments of love? I love when I hear a song from back in the days because now I tend to get a more profound uh, revelation. I like that word, a profound revelation of the words of that song than I did before, than I did back in the day. So I am certain, however, that my young mind sung this tune many a times when it was released in 1993. And I probably didn't think twice about what the words were truly saying. I was caught up in the, the music and swaying and it was a proclamation of love. But here's what I've learned as a more mature seasoned adult. The Bible reminds us that the power of life and death lies in our tongue. Those who love it will eat of its fruit. This is why I try to be very cognizant of the words that I say and even the songs that I sing. I remember there was a time when I taught at the college. Yes, I'm a college professor, and it was actually at my alma mater. During my very first commencement ceremony there as a professor, the audience was standing and all the faculty are standing up and we're representing the college. We began to recite the school song. Now, as I started reading the words on the little sheet they gave us, I started reading the words that were being sung. And I stopped mid-sentence. I was also convicted by God to close my mouth. This girl here was not going to utter those words. Now, it was a proclamation to the school that I was not trying to release over my life. It was a song of commitment, 
that honestly, I have probably sung it many a times, you know, at my graduation when I was a student there in from 1997 to what was it, 2000. So I'm sure I have sang the, the alma mater song time and time again. But now being back as a professor and now being more cognizant of those words and what the, the Bible tells us about the power of words, my spirit was convicted and I was just not going there. I refuse to utter those words in that song. Even in a song, and I know it sounds silly, but even in a song, I was not trying to release those words over my life. I refused. And, and this meant if I were to say those words, it felt as though I was bonding myself to this particular location. And that was not where I was trying to stay. It makes me look back at all the other songs that I've unknowingly sung that may or may not have opened the doors to a spiritual entanglement and entrapment. It's one thing to be caught up, but to be locked up is a whole nother level. Words, songs have the power to do just that. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely love music. I love to sing. And listen, I, I, can, I, don't, I don't sing nothing like Tony Braxton, but I do love to sing. And Tony, nothing against her. She was simply using her creativity, right? She was being very creative to create a song that others could relate to. This is how we get committed into a life of servitude, bondage to our emotions, environments, and even people. How many of us have locked ourselves away and thrown away the key due to a situation? A breakup, divorce, death, depression, how many of us have allowed these situations to keep us stagnant and stop growing? Breathe Again released in 1993. And ironically enough, in 1995, enters the movie Waiting to Exhale. You know that movie starring Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine, and Leela Roche. So this is a classic. We, we love this movie because it portrayed women of color. And it was a classic drama that detailed the story of four uniquely different black women entangled in their various relationships. And it, it talked about how they finally gave themselves permission to exhale. Or for the sake of this segment, to breathe again. To me, the term breathe again is that moment when you relax, you release yourself from that bondage, that moment when shackles come off, that moment when the weeds get pulled up by its roots. Oh, what a feeling to be free. 
to finally be free and breathe again. Not only is it a feeling, but it gets carried over into our actions. No more bondage, no more stagnation or lack of growth. All right, testimony time. I feel like for years I had been in the same place. Sure, I had ventured into some new realms and achieved new things, but I still have that sense of stagnation. Am I the only one? How, can you really relate to being, you're productively doing stuff, but yet you feel like that, that mouse on the wheel and you're moving and moving and moving, yet you're not getting to where you want to go. I often prayed to God about that stagnation. And I couldn't understand why I had been feeling like that. Even as I share this, I'm reminded that I felt that way before. I felt that way after my divorce. I diligently tried to create this new life for myself and my kids. One that I could totally be proud of. One that I would be able to celebrate and rejoice that self-sacrificing was over. As I pushed along, earning my master's degree, starting my business, and writing my first book, I felt as though the season of stagnation had been broken. Right? You feel like you're free. You get one step closer and you feel like you're free. It felt as though that I was now pressing on in the right direction. I was on the right track, y'all. Life was finally about to kick into high gear and I was on the right road being led by the right people. And I was preparing for what was now a personal development retreat. Here is where I was going to get my life all the way together. Although uh, Yala wasn't going to be there, I was anticipating a breakthrough. I had been waiting to exhale. I was ready and my time was now. Let's pause right here to hear a word from our sponsors. Are you loving this week's segment of Sisterly Sundays? If so, you can see more of our fabulous host on the television show, The Heart of the Matter with Shaniqua Johnson, RN. Streaming now on Amazon Fire TV, Roku TV, Apple, Google Play, Chromecast, LG, Samsung, and more. If you have a smartphone or a smart TV, you can watch The Heart of the Matter with Shaniqua Johnson RN. Here's what you do. Grab your pen and paper real quick, real quick. Here's what to do. Go to your streaming platform. Search for Believe in Your Dreams television network or type in Believe Warriors. Download the app. Scroll down until you see the heart of the matter where Shaniqua Johnson are in. And then you subscribe and watch. 
It's that simple. For more information, go to theheartofthemattertv.com. Now we're back to our message. I told you all my time was now. As I rode in the taxi on the way to the airport to get my release, I received a call that my niece, my namesake, had been shot in the head. And there it happened. Likened to a gasp, I literally held my breath. I held my breath as I detoured from the airport en route now to the hospital. I held my breath as I waited for her to wake up. I held my breath as the doctors pulled the plug. I held my breath as I read her obituary. I held my breath as I, they lowered her body into the ground. I held my breath as the young man who senselessly took my niece's life away to trial. I literally held my breath for three and a half years. Sure, I still kept going. I got a new job. I started a new business. I wrote many more books, but I couldn't shake this feeling that I was stagnant and needed that release. Fast forward now to today. The day I finally was able to breathe again. We had been back and forth with court dates, constant postponements, lots of red tape. Then COVID came and there were more delays. Finally, a date was set for the young man who single-handedly took my breath away and not in that good, loving way that Tony was talking about. The night before, the Lord shows me speaking in my dream. We get to court. They need someone to speak at the sentencing. I felt loose. That night, the Lord had downloaded an entire speech. I felt as though the shackles had been unchained. I read it aloud. I heard the chains falling off. Oh my God, is this really happening? Am I being set free? The enemy gets a glimpse and is like, oh no, can't have her free out here breathing again in these streets. No, no, no. Close the door. Lock her up. Here comes the armed guards called self-doubt. He brings along paranoia, misunderstanding. And the two of them tried to shut down the sentence over my life that God was pronouncing. I, unlike that young vigilante, was getting out of jail. I was being released. I was being set free. 
I managed to speak those words to bring life to my situation. I spoke to those imaginary guards to back them off. Remember, the power of life and death is in our tongue. God gives us the power to speak to those mountains and they have no choice but to move. I almost aborted my release. I tell you the enemy tried his best with all of his familiar tactics. My MO, when the going gets tough, I get going. I won't stick around for the hurt. I call it my defense mechanism. But God reminds me, whose report are you going to believe? Do you believe negative self-talk? Do you believe what you see? Or do you trust and keep going? God literally showed me speaking before I knew that we would be asked to speak. Yet I was willing to run from speaking even though I'm not scared to speak. Sounds like a big entanglement to me. But I chose to trust God. In spite of what it looked like, in spite of how I imagined it, in spite of how I was feeling, I kept going. I make the speech. God gave it to me, right? So I confidently went in there and I made the speech and boom, I could breathe again. Glory to God. Immediately, I felt light. I, with the help of God, had gotten released from anxiety, from the weight of depression, glory. And as a bonus, kind of a double for your trouble, if you can say, self-sabotage broke off as well. Fear of discomfort broke off. I feel another segment coming on about that. The weight of worrying what others think broke off. Your girl was flying free. I was able to breathe again. After having her breath stolen away from her, my girl was able to breathe. Now, it's time to fully breathe through every opportunity God has in store for me. It may not be comfortable. It may not be pretty. But with God, I shall breathe through it. Have you been waiting to exhale? Are you ready to breathe again? Well, I've got a couple of things I'd love for you to do. One, I want you to come back next week to listen to the next episode of Sisterly Sundays. Two, 
I want you to get your copy of Sisterly Sundays with Shaniqua, Volume 1, available now on Amazon and on my website, ShaniquaJohnsonRN.com. Three, I want you to also check out my television show, The Heart of the Matter with Shaniqua Johnson RN. Because on those segments, on TV, streaming from every major platform you can imagine, I'm helping you and millions of others breathe again. So if you enjoyed that, I'm going to see you back here. Let's stay connected. See you all again next week.